How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcasts, and let's just jump right into our continuation of talking about streaming. Before we get into that, though, I just want to make a big announcement. On today's date, July 29th, 2020, my daughter said the one word I've been waiting for her to say for the longest time. So she finally said, Dada. And so uh, that's my name for her. Um, and it's probably the most beautiful thing I've ever heard come out of my daughter's mouth. And of course, there's going to be more things she's going to say. She has yet to say you mama, <laughs> but we're working on that now. And uh, it's just so adorable. She's just growing up too fast. But anyways, um, let's, yeah, let's go into today's subject. So yesterday I went over the different platforms you can, uh, you know, use to start your stream, you know, either YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, some of the benefits and downsides to each platform. I recommended some good recommendations to people, depending on the type of content they're planning on doing, you know, which platform specifically is going to be the best for you. And um, today I want to talk about more the technical side of those things. And that is how to get your stream up and running. So this podcast is going to try to talk a lot about a lot of different things. Um, most of the things that I'm going to talk about, though, are very straightforward, especially now. When I first got into streaming uh, five years ago or four years ago, it was a lot more complicated. You had to know a lot more information. Nowadays, there's so many programs that literally will streamline this entire process for you, So, which is pretty awesome. Can you get further into it and add more features? Of course, just like in any trait, if you if something's been very simplified for you, then that's great. But if you want to choose to learn a little bit more about that technology, then you can, of course, have a little bit more creativity and more customization. But the 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 barrier between those two is really starting to blur, um, and they're starting to get really good about this stuff. But anyways, First, let's talk about the the things that you're going to need. So I'm going to try to break this down in budget. So we're going to start with super budget, um, budget, and then like, I don't really care. I just want the, the best, the best and the best of whatever. So uh, we'll start with budget, budget. And so right now it's a difficult time. You know, COVID-19 has impacted a ton of people and, you know, we don't all have super amazing computers. Not everyone's like me who just loves, um, you know, just computers in general and just wants to build their own computer. And essentially all they have is a laptop, not even maybe, maybe they just have their cell phone and no worries. You know, all of that can still work. Ideally, if you can have a computer, that's best. But even if you don't have that, uh, if you have like a tablet, that's great. Or even if you have a cell phone, you can use cell phones too. And so, um, I'm going to talk about this in the context of more the Android side uh, for cell phones. I do know that all these programs I'm going to be bringing up do have apps in the Apple store for, um, yeah, for Apple. And so um, you shouldn't have a difficulty with that at all. So next we're going to address the kind of contact that you're, or context of your stream itself. So if you're going to be gaming, um, it's going to really depend on, on what you're going to be gaming on. If you're going to be console gaming, it's going to be very difficult to stream unless you're streaming through platforms that already exist on, on the on the consoles. On Xbox, I'm not entirely sure just because Mixer, you know, um, they chose to just drop because Mixer was like the Microsoft version of a streaming platform, but they essentially closed doors on everyone. <laughs> And uh, sent all the traffic to Facebook. So I'm not entirely sure if Facebook has a new platform um, with Xbox or if they're working on that right now. Not entirely sure how it works. But I know with PlayStation, you could stream directly to uh, Twitch if you wanted to. But if you wanted... Um, so if you want to do console gaming, you could do that. If you have like a computer and you want a computer game, um, essentially the, what you're going to need is you're going to need a webcam. Uh, I would always recommend camming yourself so essentially you can stream whatever you're you're playing and not ever have a webcam or ever record yourself but a lot of study or not studies but a lot of um research has been done into the success levels of streams and the number of six out of ten streams tend to um 
like 40% of streams tend to be successful without the, the use of a webcam. And when I talk about success, I'm talking about just like making it to an affiliate level. But generally, when you start to make it to partner status, honestly, it's like nine out of 10 people are, are having webcams. It's a, it's a huge barrier of entry. So if you're not comfortable being recorded, it is going to be a handicap for yourself. So I always recommend everyone, you know, get a webcam. Um, with consoles, uh, most consoles allow you to plug in like a third-party webcam. It's a little bit complicated with consoles. Um, so I would definitely do a little bit of research on that for sure. With PCs, um, if you're writing on super, super budget, I actually just found out a, a software that you can download on your cell phone, which is pretty awesome. And so this is both on the Apple Store and Android Store. It's $5 for the app. Uh, there is a free version, but I would definitely recommend just paying the $5 because the $5 version allows you to record in, uh, to webcam and HD. The free version just does uh, in 420p. And um, 420 is literally like standard definition and it doesn't look great. I mean, even if you shrink down the box for your webcam on your stream, it's not going to look great at all. So the app is called Droid Cam X. So that's what it's called. It's called Droid. All one word, Droid Cam X. And um, the X version is the the paid for, for version. The one without the X is the free version. So you can try it out if you want. Um, it does require you to have Wi-Fi, but if you don't even have Wi-Fi at your house, I would definitely probably... Um, I mean, you can have a successful stream with just... Uh, landline service or cell phone service but it's pretty hard because you want something that at least gives you a consistent most routers nowadays that you're connecting to through the internet are going to have wi-fi on them so I'm, I'm speaking in the context for a majority of people that do have the ability to to have a router that gives them a hardline connection if they want which is the most ideal way you could do things but most of those routers also have wi-fi in them so this will utilize wi-fi and so, uh, essentially what it does is it turns your your cell phone into your webcam and then you, uh, it's pretty instructional, like on the app itself. So once you download it, it walks you through the entire process. And it's really great because I've actually tested this. I could take my phone and put it anywhere around the house. So I don't even have to put it like, uh, next to, like, be very close to the router. As long as I have good Wi Fi signal, um, I can ex- essentially, you know, use this webcam service anywhere. So I've tried it all around my house, which is super great. And like I said, it, it takes so, depending on how good your cell phone camera is, you know, it will translate to how well the, the stream or the webcam service will be as well. And it records up to 720p and it records at both wide angle or uh, f- uh, four out of three or 16 by nine. Uh, four out of three is like probably the square that you're going to be using for webcam. If you're trying to do more like um, like talking to an audience and like you're more vlogging or like having like a podcast type of webcam, the 16.9 is going to be a lot better because it's a wide angle perspective. Uh, four four by three is is what you're going to be using if you're like trying to like stream yourself in a small box on top of your stream itself. Um, and then for PC, what you're going to want to download this is another free software. You're going to use this to essentially stream your content, and um, you're going to want to probably YouTube how to use the software. It is pretty straightforward on how to get it started. Which getting it started is really the most complicated part, or it used to be. But now the service has streamlined the entire thing for you. And actually even getting it off the ground and like getting just like your windows and just the basic stuff off the ground, it, um, it's pretty great at that already. But like if you're trying to add a little bit more stuff, I would definitely YouTube about this software. But you, what you're going to want to download is a program called Stream Labs. So the word stream, all one word, Stream Labs space OBS. So O as an Oscar, B as in uh, boy, S as in Sam. You can go on uh, streamlabs.com, download Streamlabs OBS, or just Google uh, Streamlabs OBS, download that software. And essentially, that's what you're going to be using. And that software is going to be what you're going to be pressing like to connect to your like whatever platform you're going to be connecting to. And it's going to walk you through all of this. And then it, that's what you're going to be hitting record or stop on when you're starting to get into streaming. Um. And essentially, that program is what's going to be also recording um, everything you're doing on your window. And it, it'll walk you through all of that. The cool thing about that software, too, is that if you want to, it can also record. You're going to need some uh, a good computer, though, to do that simultaneous. Like if you're streaming and recording at the same time, 
it can do that, but you're going to need a really good uh, computer. So I won't talk about that feature until we get into um, like the, the more expensive because even budget, it's going to be pretty difficult for you to do that. The uh, upside though, is that depending on the platform you're streaming to, generally they will record your, your, your stream already. And so you could go online and download your stream from that platform after the fact. So you don't need to record locally while you're streaming. And honestly, I would not recommend that unless you're like already a partner and you've got like a big audience and you're trying to like edit your work and like make it look really clean. I wouldn't recommend it. It's just better to just download it from like Twitch or Facebook or YouTube. Um, so that's webcam. You're going to need um, to decide like which platform you're going to be wanting to stream to. And then this is exactly where um, you're going to decide like I would honestly make a Facebook, Twitch and, and YouTube account and you can link all of them to Streamlabs and you could tell Streamlabs which one that you're going to want to stream to. Um, there is a software that I could recommend to you that allows you to stream to all platforms at the same time. But I don't want you to get in the habit of doing that because essentially when you do become an affiliate, you're going to have to decide which, like I talked about in my yesterday's podcast, which I would highly recommend listening to. For this week's podcast, you're really going to have to listen to every single day. You're not going to, I mean, unless you're already kind of getting your podcast off the ground and you're really just wanting to learn how to like market yourself, then you can skip a lot of this because you might already know about it. But uh, if you're like first getting into this, you're going to have to listen to every one of them. You know, it's just a lot of information you're going to be missing if you don't listen to them. But so, yeah, you're going to pick out of the three platforms, the one that you're going to want to stream to. Or if you want to stream to all of them, you can connect all of them to Streamlabs. And so you're going to want to make an account on Twitch. You're going to want to make an account on Facebook. Um, most people have Facebook and you're going to want to make a YouTube account as well. Most people don't like most people have um a YouTube account that they use for watching YouTube, but you're going to want to go through some additional features on how to actually stream live to YouTube. And so I would just YouTube <laughs> how to do that. It's pretty simple. Actually, it's not too difficult. Um, and so that's, if you have a computer, I would recommend doing everything I just talked about. If you don't have a computer and you're looking to stream yourself talking about, or, um, you know, stream yourself, doing something to an audience that essentially all of those programs I've talked about in their apps. So Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook have already embedded in their apps. Again, you can YouTube this uh, for additional information or Google this as well. In those apps, it's gotten so great now that you can actually go live through the app itself and, and, you know, you know, hold your phone or, or I would even get like a, a phone stand, that can like, uh, not a gimbal, but just like a phone stand where you can just, uh, it's like super cheap. You can get them for like $5 on Amazon. And essentially it's just like a, a selfie stick, but it has a tripod and you can just set your phone into the stand itself, set it anywhere you want on a counter or a table and start recording yourself. Uh, I would even get that stand anyways. Like if you're, you're choosing to use your cell phone as a webcam through that Droid Cam X app that I was telling you about. So essentially it can hold your phone. So, you know, as a, as a, webcam but if you're choosing to just go live and, and showcase like your skill set like you know playing a guitar or you know if you're choosing to go hiking whatever it is that you're planning on doing that doesn't really require you to need a computer for the thing that you're doing then you could just go directly live off the apps themselves which is just great it circumvents a lot of stuff that you need honestly and so again you'll you'll need to make an account depending on the platform you're choosing to go live through and um, you won't be able to go live on all three simultaneously on you know one cell phone, so you're going to have to choose which one to invest in. Honestly, I'm going to, again, unless this is just touching back on yesterday, what I talked about with Facebook, unless you're someone with a Facebook following and a very engaging audience with like more than 50 people that are constantly engaging with your posts, I would choose immediately to decide which one you're going to pick, either YouTube or Twitch. And uh, yesterday I went over that, but again, if you're into cosmetics or if you want to start talking about financial advice, I would definitely highly recommend going on YouTube. You're going to be making a ton of money on that platform compared to any of the other ones just from ad revenue when you get the, to that point. If you're going to be doing like any kind of gaming or any kind of just uh, like podcasting or just kind of like just in general, just wanting to talk to an audience about whatever subject. You might want to look into just doing Twitch um, 
But if you're like, like I said, if you're a Facebooker and you have a ton of followers on Facebook and they're engaging in your post, then I would use Facebook, but then, you know, still make a Twitch and YouTube account to eventually forward all that traffic to. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take your, uh, your Facebook videos and then post them onto YouTube. I might, if I were you go from Facebook to YouTube, actually, it'll be like a lot easier of a seamless process to do it that way. Um, and then, so that's if you're using your cell phone. Now, some software you're gonna want to need that you're gonna want to use, like on your, um, on your computer. Let's say if you want to like edit your work after the fact, like edit your videos. And this is gonna actually, I won't touch on this until the marketing aspect. So we're just talking about just like what it takes to go live stream. And so that's like super budget. That literally costs you absolutely nothing. What I talked about, the most you're gonna be spending is maybe. 10 bucks. Also, you're going to need to worry about lighting, but lighting could be handled by a lamp. So as long as you're just always remember with uh, photography or filmography in general, lighting is very important. So you want to make sure that you get adequate lighting on yourself, because if not, especially if you're choosing to stream late at night, it's going to look really bad uh, on your stream because you're just, it's going to be very dark for people to see. You also want to have a, at least a good internet connection in general so a good, uh, just for streaming, streaming doesn't really require much. If you can get like 10 megabit download speeds, which is just generally like nowadays the bare minimum for most uh, internet providers, then you should be fine. If you don't have that, or if you don't have a really good router for Wi-Fi, I would probably look into buying one used on the market, like on eBay, um, or finding one really cheap on Amazon. Um that is like a, a Wi-Fi N router or better, to be honest. And that's going to give you at least a, like a good enough signal for Wi-Fi. Next, we're going to go to budgeting. Uh, so that like what I just talked about was uh, budget, budget. This is just like a budget process. So under budget, what I would recommend is actually getting an adequate webcam, not really using your cell phone, um, just because most like webcams that are developed for streaming are actually um, they do the job, you know, fairly decent. They're not going to be great for recording. You're not going to get the best content for recording like just yourself. These are going to be really great for like, if you're recording yourself on top of whatever you're doing, like, like generally like a game or something of that nature. If you're looking to like record yourself, I would still stick with the droid cam X because uh, your cell phone is probably going to have the best camera on it unless you already have like a mirrorless camera, like a DSLR or um, a mirrorless camera. If you know what I'm talking, like if you're into cameras, you know what I'm talking about. If not, don't even worry about it because that's super expensive to get into unless you want to start getting into ph- photography. But if you do have a mirrorless camera, you could essentially hook your mirrorless camera up to your computer to get that recording of yourself. And actually you'll, that's going to be what I'm going to recommend to people that have no budget problems whatsoever. So uh, if you already have that, if you're into photography and you already have a mirrorless camera, I would definitely recommend using that over a webcam, a standard webcam. If you're uh, choosing to get into gaming, I would, the, the most popular webcam of all webcams is the Logitech C920. It's been the most popular webcam for the last, I don't know, seven years honestly it has approved over the over the time um but uh it's still a 1080p recorded webcam it does a good enough job for you know standard um, capturing of yourself and it's got some additional features as well that i wouldn't really mess with i would just focus on just capturing yourself don't use any of the software that they have like where they can like block out your background. I wouldn't really recommend it. Uh, that you're probably going to want to get a green screen for. Um, which you can get a green screen. You can make your own green screen, to be honest. If you have like a big green towel, you see something that is green to put behind you. Uh, you can hang it on the wall. You can get uh, green screens for super cheap. And the only reason you're going to need a green screen, like when you're streaming, is if you are con- like self-conscious about the stuff behind you. Uh, essentially, you can... A green screen will block everything out. It'll edit out everything behind you and just keep you the person in the frame. But again, it's not really recommended. A lot of people do it, but there's no 
research to show that like one's better than the other. It's really just up to you, like how you want to like stylize your, your stream. But since we are talking about budget, budget or a budget, um, that's something you can do for budget, budget people. If you do have like a, a, a green towel or if you can find like a, just a big green cloth, then you can do that if you wanted to, but it's not, re- again, it's not recommended. Um, so that's for the webcam. And again, I would use that droid cam X app. If you're choosing to kind of do like more talking to an audience and you're using your computer to stream off of, then um, the benefits of having a computer to, to talk to an audience is that essentially you can switch with Streamlabs. You can make different scenes where you could switch between like yourself and like, let's say there's an article you're reading. You can have, you can showcase the article you're reading and then put yourself in a little box and like interact with your audience and your audience still has the ability to see you, but just like in a little box while they're also looking at whatever it is you're looking at. And then you can switch back to, um, you know, just looking at you completely there's different, those are called scenes and you can have multiple different scenes in Streamlabs. And again, if you watch YouTube videos on it, you can easily learn exactly what I'm talking about. But, uh, that's why you would want like a pretty good camera to do that and a computer. And honestly, you can get a fairly good computer to stream off of and to do games off of. I would probably look into doing a pre-built at that price range. And we're talking about $500 or less. I would definitely stick to getting a computer that has a Ryzen processor in it. I would not go Intel. Intel is really great for if you're just gaming and you want the most frames for your computer. But Ryzen is made by AMD and that's their processor line. I would stick with Ryzen because Ryzen is known for their multi-core processors and they're just killing it in the space right now. And Intel is just not capable of competing whatsoever. So if you get a Ryzen 5 or Ryzen 7 processor um, computer, definitely really great. You can game on them and also simultaneously stream without any performance issues to your gaming. Um, because generally when you stream, it does take up some of your processor power from your computer and your processor is kind of like the brain of the computer. And um, depending on how slow your computer is, it can really affect the, the quality of your game that you're playing or the quality of your stream. But uh, for budget people, I really wouldn't worry too, like budget, budget people, I wouldn't really worry about it. But this is just for like people that have a budget. You know, I wouldn't spend more than $500, honestly. Get like a really good Ryzen computer. Uh, you could definitely find them used or you can find them pre-built on Amazon. But just make sure it has a Ryzen processor in it and make sure it has at least 16 gigs of RAM in it. Um, that RAM is... It, we're getting very technical, but just look out for RAM and just look out for 16 gigs. 8 gigs of RAM is not going to be sufficient for streaming. So you're going to want a Ryzen processor, 16 gigs of RAM. And then if you're planning on recording video to your computer, you know, you're going to want to worry about the, the space of your hard drive. But all that stuff can be upgraded in the future. So you don't need to worry about that right now. Um, but definitely would highly recommend that you get 16 gigs of RAM at least. And also a Ryzen processor because Ryzen is really great as well about um, like when you choose to get into video editing and I'll talk about that in the future. So uh, for budget people, you can find if your budget is anywhere between, you know, five, if you can afford 500 to $700, you can find a fairly good enough computer. That's not really including like the peripherals. So like a monitor, a keyboard and stuff like that. But again, your monitor could be a TV your keyboard, you can really find super cheap keyboards online for like $20. Gaming mice or like a mouse you can find for super cheap as well for like 20 bucks on Amazon. So, you know, if you want to save a little bit off the, the cost of your computer to budget for like, you know, a keyboard and mouse, which you're going to obviously need. And for a webcam, you know, that's your $100 right there. You can take off the, the price of a computer to get all those peripherals. And then again, for a monitor, you can use anything. You can use a TV most of these computers have an HDMI port and most TVs nowadays, unless you're like way dated. Uh, and if that's the case, I would just go listen to the budget, budget cost. And again, you're still going to use the same software. You're going to use Streamlabs OBS. Um, you're going to still use um, uh, the same platforms to stream to. So either you're going to decide on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook. And... Um, but now that you have a, like a budget computer, we'll go into uh, video editing on a different day. Uh, probably not tomorrow. 
tomorrow I'm probably going to reserve on how to market your stream, but maybe on uh, Friday's podcast, we'll go into like editing your content and some great software to do that on. For people that literally have no budget. So we're talking about people that have like, I don't know. Uh, let's say like a thousand dollars or more to throw at this. Um, you're going to want to get creative on this. Uh, a thousand dollars is still like the bare minimum on it. Like, like don't really care about a budget, but that's still kind of a budget thousand dollars. I would definitely recommend on, you're going to really decide on who your audience is and what you're going to be streaming. So if your audience is like people that are going to be listening to you like on a uh, like talking into a microphone, speaking of which, I didn't even go into microphones. For budget, budget people, you're going to use your cell phone as like when you use your webcam through that Droid Cam X, uh, Droid Cam X app, you're just going to use your mic off your cell phone. Um, eventually, you're going to want to upgrade to uh, like a headset that maybe has like a good um, microphone unless you're just doing it off you're doing all your work off your cell phone then just worry about your cell phone uh then you could get like bluetooth headsets that maybe have like or or like even like apple headphones will work anything just has a good enough mic on it you can use that for budget people i would definitely recommend into getting uh i would not use the webcams uh audio that's not going to come out great I would definitely recommend getting um, some kind of headset. Uh, Astro A40s are a really good budget headset for uh, $50 or less. Um, sometimes people will also buy a, a Blue Yeti or Yeti Blue, actually, I think it's called, which is a desktop mic, but that is, I think, 60 to $70. You can buy them used, though. All of this stuff you can buy used, too. If you're comfortable buying things used, I would definitely recommend buying them used, obviously, from reputable sites like eBay with someone that has good enough reviews. Uh, but I would always highly recommend to people that are in the budget budget or budget range to always look at the used market. You'll be very surprised. You can get some really good deals on used products. So, um, but yeah, uh, those are just some, some advice on, on microphones. For the people without a budget, you're really going to need to decide on your audience. Your audience is going to be exactly determined based off of the, the quality of content that you're going to be making. So if you're going to be gaming, you're going to really want to focus on your computer more so than your, um, than your webcam and, and your, your, your capturing device. I would highly recommend that if you have $2,000 or more to start looking into creating like a $1,500 computer and then um, maybe buying a secondary computer to do your streaming off of. The reason why is that your primary computer will use all of its power to pump out the best frames and to pump out the best quality um, or yeah, the best quality for your game. And then you can essentially have a second computer, like a $500, $600 computer to do all the streaming from. It's very complicated. You're going to want to watch a YouTube video on how to the how to on how to um, use a secondary computer for streaming. It can be done, and it, it definitely saves a lot of performance issues with your primary computer when it comes to streaming. Highly recommended by a lot of people. You don't need to do it though. So, you know, that's for people that have two thousand dollars or above in their budget. You know, you can start looking into doing that technically. But for console gamers, I didn't talk about this. But if you're a console gamer and you have a computer, I would definitely recommend getting something called the Elgato E60, I think it's called, or I can't remember the name of the device. But it's essentially a capture device that connects your, uh, you're going to need a computer for this, but this is the best way to capture what you're doing on your console. And you can stream to any platform at that point, and you'll still be using Streamlabs OBS. But essentially, you connect your console to your computer with this stream device, it costs like $100, but you might be able to buy them used for like 60, 50 bucks. But it allows you to stream your console game to your computer and your computer acts like a, a streaming computer. So you don't really need like the most powerful computer. You just need a computer because the thing that's doing all the like processing is this Elgato device. Uh, you could spend more on a 4K version, but honestly... For everyone, including people on like the most expensive computers, you're going to be streaming in 1080p. Don't even think about doing 4K or even 1440p. 
no one that is going to be watching your content is going to be watching at that high definition, not until you become a partner. So all of this stuff is 1080p ideally or 720p. Um, Streamlabs OBS will anal- will actually look through your computer's um, like specs and actually recommend to you like what your computer can handle actually, which is pretty awesome. So it'll it'll do everything for you. So you don't even need to worry about the technical side, but if it does tell you that you have the capabilities of doing this in like 1440p or 4K, I would not recommend it. Definitely, you know, output to 1080p for for like the most ideal streams because you're really going to be hurting your audience actually by streaming at a higher quality because people's internet on their cell phones that are going to be using to watch your stream, like 60% of people watch the streams through cell phones, the other 40% through computers. Either way, though, their, cell, their, their internet is what's going to be the determining factor and the, the way that they're going to be seeing the content. And if you record at a high, if you're outputting at a higher quality, then it's going to really affect, you're going to get like your stream's going to go in and out for people and it's just, it's not going to look great. So you're actually wanting to stream output to 1080p, even if you have like a computer that can, you know, uh, game at or like record at 1440p or 4K. Um, so for people that with like a, a you know a thousand dollars or up, if you're if you're at the thousand dollars to like let's say fifteen hundred bucks, you really need to decide your your audience. If it's a podcast, get like a quality podcast setup. I would recommend my setup. My setup is actually really, really great. It is really hard to get the equipment. It's on back order because it's so popular, but this will future proof you for a while. If it's a podcast, I would recommend getting for your amp that's going to be recording all your audio, the Rodecaster Pro, which there's only one version of it, and it came out last year, mid last year. Phenomenal device, 9 out of 10 reviews minimum that you're going to hear about it. Rode is uh, a company that normally has made like microphones and they're well known for microphones, but they recognized that a lot of their microphones were being used for like vlogging and, and podcasting. And so they really invested into that space and they came out with some really great equipment. Rodecaster Pro for sure. It's 650 bucks new. You could probably find them used now. I think maybe for 500 bucks. But this is, again, if you're planning on just doing like a, a podcast and you already have like a computer on hand. For the microphone, Audio-Technica makes some really good microphones that you can find for like $100 um, that are available. You can find them all the time. You're going to want to get a shield for those as well that kind of um, buffers out like the the letters that you emphasize the most on. I If you can get the mic that I'm using... It's great, but this mic is actually on super, super back order. It's also made by Rode, but it's called the Rode Pod Mic. If you can get this mic just in general for anything, this is probably going to be your best mic that you can use. It competes against like $600 microphones. It's one of the newest mics to come out in recent times. It's like maybe less than a year old. And it essentially it incorporates all that you need, like a shield and everything all into the mic itself. You don't need to worry about buying anything, but just like a stand, I guess, for your mic. But it's $100 for the mic, which is, that's why it's always on back order. It's like super hard to find, but it's a phenomenal microphone and it essentially can do, again, what $600 microphones can do. So if you can get a Rode uh, pod mic, definitely would recommend that as just your ideal mic for any situation. And again, this is for people that don't have a budget. The microphone is a hundred dollars, but it's the best hundred dollars you're ever going to spend on a microphone. Um, for headsets, honestly, you're going to want to, everyone has their, their preference. I personally, I'm using an audio technica headset for like my audio stuff for like my podcast for like my, my gaming and my PC stuff. Like when I'm streaming, uh, it this actually has a microphone on it, and the microphone's actually really great. Um, this headset generally is like 120, 150 bucks, but I got it for a really wicked deal for 75 on sale. But those sales really happen so often. But it's the HP Omen headset. The reason why I got it is because um, if you stream for a long period of time with a headset, and your headset's really important because it's you know how you're going to be hearing a lot of your content. Um, but this headset is great just because it actually has a AC system in the headset. So after a while, you'll notice if you stream video games for a long time. But if you wear a headset for longer, like these like 
these big headsets for longer than like you know a few hours, it starts to feel musky inside the 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 butt, like the ear cups. And it's because like you're keeping all that heat from that's emanating from your ear into your headset, and it's really annoying sometimes. Um, some headsets are open-eared headsets, but those aren't really ideal because you're going to pick up on the sound out, like outside as well. Honestly, the open-ear headsets are great to listen to music because it gives you like the most ideal. Anyways, that's like I'm getting off subject, but like look into them. Open-ear headsets are really great for like if you want to listen to music as if you're like live in a concert. It's like really sick. Um, but the reason why I love my HP Omen headsets uh, because the audio is great. They're five five point one Dolby Digital surround sound, so like I can hear sound like as if it's like all around me, and or actually it's seven point one I think uh, these headsets, and it actually cools my ear. So it has like an uh, inductive plate inside the earpiece. It's like super wicked technology, but essentially it's constantly cooling my, down my ears. It's a USB headset too, so you don't need to worry about like the audio cables, like the audio ports on a computer. I could plug this into anywhere where there's a USB port. And it'll pick it up as a as a audio headset, so it's just got a lot of benefits to it. Um, some people are going to argue against like USB versus like a uh, like an audio input um, for like analog versus digital. Honestly, I I mean I don't really hear the difference too much, but if you're like an audio person, then you might. That's why I don't really use these HP for like the podcast stuff. I'm using the Audio Technica headsets. I can't tell you specifically. Which, um, um, like, Audio-Technica headset this is. I could have grabbed my box, I guess. I have it somewhere in, my, in this room, in my closet, possibly. But um, just look them up. Uh, just, like, a, a great Audio-Technica. These are, like, the base model ones. I think I paid maybe $70 for these Audio-Technica ones. Um, but you can get them cheaper. I think they have, like, cheaper models. But... Um, audio technica has just been always well known for just audio stuff like for like mics and um and just like headsets road has just recently got into the game for like or not recently they've, they've been in it for a while but they've always been known for more microphone stuff but they're really starting to invest into like other and other aspects of the microphone space but either way two great companies i would definitely recommend uh, computer, you're going to want to look at like, so if you're like video gaming again, like your computer is going to be the most important thing over like your, your visual stuff. You're going to want to get bare minimum a Ryzen seven or up to a Ryzen nine processor and 32 gigs of Ram bare minimum is what you're going to want. Um, if you're going to be spending that much money. And you're also going to want to get at least a one terabyte hard drive as well, because when we start getting into like with a computer like that, you're going to want to start getting into editing. It's actually one of my regrets for a computer like I have, like I don't do editing on it. And it's like, I feel like I'm wasting a lot of the, the processing power on my computer. So, um, I'm, I'm definitely like in the process of learning how to edit right now. It's just really sad that I haven't taken the time to do that. Um, but uh, so, yeah, definitely make sure you still focus on Ryzen. Anytime you, you're looking into streaming, it's just unfortunately Intel's really the butt of the joke right now for not their like year over year updates on their processors are just really garbage. There's a lot of people that have been fanboys for Intel for a long time, and they're really they can't really argue against the, the performance that Ryzen's been bringing or AMD's been bringing for processors. So definitely get that uh if you're an apple user and you want to do more like uh, editing work apple's always been known for that through like final cut pro so you might want to start looking at like an imac if you want to or like a macbook pro um but that's like if you're looking to get into like more editing work then i guess definitely do that that's not really towards like streaming though i would not use an apple device for streaming um so like the, the PC is going to be the most important thing. Like if you're going to be doing like gaming, even like in the future, if you're planning on doing like a lot of editing work, it, if time is like very important to you, then, you know, your PC is going to be important. If you're going to be wanting to talk to an audience, your most important features are going to be your microphone. Your microphone should always be great anyways. Like if you don't have a budget, I would always focus on getting and, and doing research on just like a good microphone, depending on what your available budget is. So look at like $50, $100, $200 microphones. I wouldn't spend more than $200 on a mic unless you want to. Um, 
but the the next thing is going to be your capturing device. So if you're going to be if predominantly what you're going to be doing is like recording content to stream or like if you're planning on streaming you talking to an audience and not really engaging through like a video game or anything of that nature, I would highly recommend over more your computer to focus on getting a really good camera. And so I've been looking into this so I can start recommending things to to a lot of people. Again, uh, this is just like my preference that I've I've looked into um, just based off of just like the research I've been doing. I would uh, either way, you're going to be looking into a mirrorless camera. Mirrorless cameras, uh, you're going to immediately have to like process a budget of minimum four hundred dollars, and that's the used market. But it's going to be anywhere between like six hundred dollars and up because you're going to be wanting to look at lenses too. There are vlogging cameras that some of these camera makers, uh, Canon, Sony, Nikon make, uh, that vlogging cameras you can definitely use for uh, streaming as well. Uh, so you don't need to worry about lenses. But, I mean, if you want to, like, get into filmography and just, like, getting creative with your lenses, especially if you're going outside the scenes, like, if you're, like, choosing to do, do like, vlogging and talking into like uh to an audience and you want like a wide angle and you want to get creative with like sometimes like focusing on yourself you're going to want to get a mirrorless camera so you can change the lenses but it gets pretty expensive your lenses you're going to have to budget out for a minimum of 75 dollars up but the average price range is like 150 to 300 dollars for each different lens that you're going to be wanting to use but i mean once you get one mirrorless camera honestly it's going to follow you for life so there's like a lifetime investment. This and this camera can be used for everything. So, you know, until cell phone cameras get to that point, I would definitely recommend doing that. Getting a mirrorless camera. Uh, the one I the one I've been looking at right now, I've been really debating. Um, is Sony came out with a a vlogging camera called the Z as in Zebra V1 VS Victor One. Um, that camera is $600. It's a brand new camera, so you can't really find it used at the moment. It's been out for just a couple months. And uh, essentially, it's a camera that's made for vlogging, but essentially, you can connect it to your computer to use as a um, video capture device. Like, let's say if you wanted to have more control over, like, let's say you're talking to your audience and you want to show them during your stream, like, some content. And again, it's we're going to go over this too. You're going to want to be careful about the type of content that you're showing on your stream. Don't play any music um, from a playlist or like show other people's YouTube videos or other people's uh, streams unless you're like, it's a, it's a super gray area, but essentially you're going to get copyright striked and that's going to really affect your, your uh, opportunities with some of these platforms. If you get three strikes on any platform, you're going to, uh, Facebook's like the most lenient. You can literally do whatever you want on Facebook. They don't really manage it whatsoever. They've been known to not manage, but on YouTube or Twitch, they are getting better about managing this stuff and if you get three copyright strikes, you're essentially banned off their platform from streaming on them. So, um, but like if you're reading like a news article, as long as you're adding a lot of creative context to it um, and you're like pausing and adding to what people are talking about and you're not used, you're not watching the entire video, but like segments of a video on YouTube, then that's completely fine. Again, as long as you're adding your own context and spin to what you're watching. But um, you can essentially do that you know, if that's like your platform, what you're trying to focus on is like, you know, doing a vlog or whatever, then, you know, getting a, a good camera is going to be important. So the ZV-1 is just meant for really recording and for vlogging. It's not really good for taking photos and it's really only got one angle. It does, You cannot change the lens on this camera whatsoever. And it's a wide angle camera. Um. But you can you can edit out the the like the shape of your your video. So if you don't need a wide angle and you need something more, you can do that in, in like Streamlabs or in software. So you can uh, it's always better recommended to get a wide angle camera than just getting one that's focused on you because wide angles you can get more creative with. Um, or um, you can look at the mirrorless lines and the mirrorless cameras are like uh, DSLR cameras, but essentially they're all digital and. Um, Again, I'm going to be speaking for Sony. You can look into like the Canon alternatives and the Nikon alternatives to what I'm talking about. Um, I'm just like a Sony person. And so for Sony, you're going to want to look at their A6000 line. So either they're 6100, 6400, or 6600. 
the difference between all of them, they all kind of record in the same level, but just the features of the camera and the build quality of the camera itself is going to be, it's going to be determined. But again, you're looking at a price range between $600 to like $2,500 for the 6,600. So, um, if, if your quality, like if you are the focus of your stream, not like the content, but the, the stream is you, you're good. Like if you have no budget, you're going to want to get a good camera. Like this is the position I'm in right now for my podcast. Eventually, I'm, I'm going to want to record my podcast and upload this content to YouTube or on my website. I want to start getting creative and like doing editing clips like like the best of where I compile like like small segments of my podcast. I just haven't invested into the space yet because I want to make sure that first my podcast is like I'm comfortable, you know, talking and getting a structure in place. But eventually, I want to start doing like, especially like if I have guests and they're uh, comfortable being recorded, I want to have like a good camera to record, you know, in the future myself. And then in the future, when COVID-19 disappears, I can have a great camera that records me and like my, like everyone in the frame and I can, you know, do that. But um, it's, so I've been doing research into that, so Something I'm going to have to look into. And I just want to get a good good camera anyways, because again, like I said, it's an investment, a long-term investment. You can use this for anything. And since I, I do have a daughter, I want to look at other opportunities with like capturing quality moments with my daughter and look into doing other things. Now that I'm doing this podcast, my creative side of things is like starting to come out. So I've been entertaining, like doing an idea for YouTube, not related to this podcast whatsoever. And so I'm going to need a good camera for that. But again, like I'm not in a position where I'm thinking about a budget per se. Like I'm not going to spend $2,000 for a camera just yet, but I am open to spending like $600 for like those entry level, like good cameras. Um, so again, this is for people that aren't in the budget perspective, but if you are in a budget, like I said, if you are like, um, want like a good camera and you already have an existing PC, then, you know, I would definitely recommend getting and like your content's not video game per se, but more like you vlogging to people. This might even apply to budget people. I would definitely focus on getting a really good camera, not even focusing on a webcam. Um, still, the software is going to be the same. So you're still going to be using Streamlabs OBS. You're still going to decide on, on the platform you're going to be streaming to. But uh, ideally... Those are my recommendations. There's a lot more I can offer. Um, again, if you need like some specific guidance on like the equipment itself, it, it's very, it's super complicated. Like when you're talking about computers, not everyone's computer savvy. So if you have questions about a good computer, if you're looking for longevity, or if you want to just bring up a budget to me, I have a lot of experience building computers. If you just tell me the, the amount of money that you're planning on spending, I can point you to either if it's better for you to just get a pre-built and a pre-built is a computer that's already built. Or if it's better for you to uh, like build your own computer, it, honestly, building your own computer is, uh, it's, it's pretty simple nowadays, especially with YouTube out there. It's not that difficult. Um, can you make mistakes? Yes. So if you're someone that, you know, has a computer shop nearby and, and they could build it for you, normally they're not going to charge you more than like 75 to hundred dollars for a built computer, like to get it built. But you're going to be saving a lot more on the parts put together. But there are some benefits to getting a pre-built, like a, a like a better manufacturer's warranty. And again, like most pre-built have already been tested, so they come out of the manufacturer like already like great. If you build it yourself, you might have some hiccups here and there. So it's up to you. But uh, if you have questions about that, please ask me exactly like I was saying earlier. Like if you have a budget, just tell me your budget, and I'll definitely point you in the right direction. What's like the best course? Um, with software again, Streamlabs OBS is really straightforward, but if you do have additional questions on like creativity on Streamlabs, uh, definitely ask me as well. I don't think I'm really going to ever touch on like the creative aspect of Streamlabs OBS. So if you do have that question, reach out to me too. Um, we're going to get into marketing. So don't worry about that. That's going to be a future podcast. And, um, we're going to get into like, uh, like opportunities that you have with like your stream after the fact and like just a lot more other aspects. So I'm not really going to touch on Streamlabs OBS too much, but you can always find YouTube content or if you want to reach out to me, you can. With like webcams, audio, or assistance with that Droid Cam X, which uh, again, I've been messing around for the last week. It's been so awesome. I'm actually thinking of like creative ways I'm going to do. Uh, I just recently got like an Aero Garden um, 
And if you don't know what that is, it's essentially like I'm able to grow, grow like herbs or plants indoors. It's like a hydroponic plant, uh, plant grower, which is so awesome. Um, so right now I'm growing herbs. I'm growing like, uh, Bailey's and like mint and like different plants and herbs right now. I'm super excited to see how that works, but I, I'm getting, uh, I'm having this idea where I want to get like a, a cell phone that I have and just like put it in front and like record it like 24 seven and then like take like, um, like do like one of those speed up videos, like where it just shows like just for myself, like those videos you can find on YouTube where you start like day one and all the way through and you just see like how your progression of your plants have grown it would just be super awesome to do that. But, um, so droid KMX is like super awesome. Like you have so much flexibility, essentially like wherever you have Wi-Fi signal, you can put your camera as a webcam anywhere. Again, it's really, that app's really only for it. Like if you have a computer, um, if you have questions on how to stream directly from the apps themselves, like Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube, and you need some guidance on that, please reach out to me as well. Um, and then after like my marketing podcast and like other podcasts, if yesterday's podcast, you have some questions in reference to that, you know, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, I'm going to like promote myself on this week because there's a lot of questions in streaming. And, um, so if you do have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I have my email, Jason at tonguesoutpodcast.com. You can reach me there, or you can also reach me on social media at tonguesoutpodcast on Instagram. Um, and then I'm still working. I've just been so excited about my daughter today saying Dada. I just been like constantly like trying to get her to repeat it. She said it like eight times. It's so adorable. So I, I, and I had some other like, uh, business stuff that I had to take care of. So I haven't had a chance to really focus on my blog, but tomorrow is definitely going to be my focus for sure on that. Um, so hopefully, uh, once I get my blog out tomorrow or Friday at the latest, it's going to be www tonguesoutpodcast.com and I'll have a, a, a area there where you can essentially, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me there or like I'll have my email, my social media link there too. You can just, you know, go directly to my website too. Um, so yeah, please don't feel free. It's a lot. Trust me. Streaming can seem like a lot. It might sound like a lot, but once you get it off the ground, it feels so rewarding to do it and it's like super awesome so, you know, stick to it, stick to this, uh, podcast. Hopefully I'm going to be able to like walk you through it. And again, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me as well. But anyways, thank you guys all for listening to the, today's podcast and I will catch all of you manana. Peace.